DD214 Network Podcast is for mature audiences only. Any videos, music, or entertainment not originating from DD214 Network is used and covered under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, also known as Fair Use. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any DOD or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. You are no longer alone now, because we have you. talking about so you got uh, holy shit so i just was trying to get us on rumble uh-huh. and when i just went on rumble, i was like, okay is everything working and it's like yeah it's it's being pushed through but the problem is you don't have enough followers so this broadcast is not airing on rumble so we're not on rumble right now but I oh guess- look another, another way for the fucking corporations to fucking like make right. sure that like the fucking the little man doesn't get thought, ahead. Surprise, surprise, how, surprise. How many followers do we have on Rumble? Because I thought to go live it required five followers. Yeah, so I had clicked something and it didn't give me that prompt again. It had actually given me the stream key and everything this time. So I had I set everything up, everything got set up, and then just just now it it just gave me the prompt as we were. I was I was like, okay, well, we'll try it again next week. Yeah, I know. Uh, how you guys feeling today? How you guys feeling this week? It's super- uh, I feel like I'm locked out of my own basement, dude. I mean, geez, we can't even go live on Rumble because fucking rules, apparently. Like, I don't even. The anticipation uh, is killing me, okay? It's really. See, like, I know you guys know the tech stuff so much better than me. But every time you guys describe a problem to me, I'm like, why in the fuck is that even a problem in the first place? Like that shouldn't even that that problem shouldn't even fucking exist in the equation. And it got like inserted into the fucking equation by like other people. And it's like, so so we just can't fucking do math now because the equation's completely fucked. Like because okay. the, something somebody else put in there, like incredible. I, Incredible. I don't know if you can tell. Or not. I'm a little frustrated. That's just that I just. Yeah, I'm, I mean, oh, surprise! Jay's frustrated. Surprise! Me and probably even John. It's frustrating because any other platform we would decide to potentially go to. If we decided, you know, fucking this week that hey, we want to start doing our podcast live on fucking Kick, which is a new streaming platform, or a newer streaming platform for gaming, fucking. Well, for fucking anything, really. 
Um, you've heard me and John talk about fucking kick before. Um, I, I used to use. We don't kick, need actually. to have. When I was in the army. I used kick, but it was not oh. for gaming. It was for gaming. Yeah, you're talking about the messaging service KIK. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. totally different fucking thing. But not for Jay, it's not. Like when Kickhead came out. When Kickhead came out, my I was telling my wife, I was, oh, I'm gonna sign up for Kick. And she was like, You're gonna sign up for what now? Do you know what that is? I'm like, it's this new streaming service. What are you talking about? And then that I mean they got a little what that place turned into a fucking digital jungle. I'm just saying, dude. Which I'm they've uh they've I'm yeah, just saying. no, I know I know exactly because I, I used it for the same fucking thing, Jay. Um, <laughs> of course you did you fucking dirty bastard <laughs> you're one to fucking talk cheers cheers fuck face cheers oh shit oh shit no one taking players closer than one meter from the wall are we drinking are we drinking on super bowl sunday together look at this shit fuck yeah joe pour that shit joe's this- having a drink on sunday morning it is you. Super Bowl filthy, Sunday. Filthy I got. I got to ask. So I got to ask a couple of things. I want to get gaming out the way super quick for a cold open. Did you guys hear what happened with Microsoft? The big leak that happened. No, no, not at all. So, Talking about how no their problem, exclusives no are going to start coming to PlayStation now. Yes. So they were just. We're going to get. I did hear that. Yes, yeah, I did. we're going to start getting like the Bethesda titles, Halo shit. Yep. Like that's going to be. Well, the Bethesda titles already, for the most part, are on Sony systems yeah. from before the merger happened. But the like Halo, Starfield. Forza, shit like that's going to start coming and being ported into. Uh huh. Yeah, so it, that, that was a big thing that happened this week, and I know a lot of my PlayStation friends are super excited to be able to play Starfield soon. If if it if the leak is true, and it seems like it's true, um. There's a lot. Of, I mean, the Reddits were 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 deleting all the posts about it. All every leak that that came out on Reddit about it got deleted, or that person got blocked. This was a big thing that happened, and especially for for guys like me who paid four hundred dollars for Starfield just to hear. Now it's it's going to PlayStation. It's just it kind of it kind of boggles me because they just surpassed ten million well, players a, cu- a couple months ago, and now it seems like they're dying out. So, what are your thoughts on this? So I've got to ask you first off, because you're one of those lunatics that actually paid the fucking money for the watch and everything. Do yeah. you actually use that fucking watch you paid for? Keyword. Hey. Keyword lunatic. Keyword lunatic. Lunatic. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I wear it. I wear it all the time. It's plugged in all the time. It works. But the update has no the, the, the up. The, the app is just as good as the game. Once you got it and you're done using it, there ain't nothing else to it, you know, and. I mean, we we haven't even gotten an update on the weather portion of the watch, so that that's a that's uh, a big bummer, you know. So I mean, we're a lot of us, especially like the Starfield community, we're we it's divided, it's very yeah. very divided, you know, unsurprisingly so, you know. And it's it's just been a big talk. I I don't. Some people are calling it a slap in the face. I don't think it's a slap in the face. I just kind of. Th- I kind of feel like Microsoft could have been a little more honest because now it feels like more of a cash grab now than it was to be yeah. something special. It was a fucking cash grab to begin with. The I'm sorry, but you know, the the whole day of getting collectors items with video games is gone to the wayside. The second they stopped doing fucking midnight launches for video games constantly, that's when, you know, the whole spending the extra money for the 
limited edition where it came with extra shit and yep. all that kind of went to the wind. I mean, You're I was lower. one of those guys. Right. I spent all the fucking money back in the day on all the different Call of Duty limited editions for launches. I got the fucking RC car. I got the fucking night vision goggles. I got all that shit. But now it's just like the allure is gone. I could right? literally just sit in my own fucking home, buy the fucking game, install it on my PC, and play it right at fucking midnight. And I don't need to go fucking worry about getting yeah. a digital, a physical copy, waiting for the fucking store to open the next day since midnight releases are no more a thing. You know, shit like that. It, it's so. You, I'm you, sorry. You guys, know, you guys know what I do when new video games come out? I don't even fucking plan because I know they're going to fucking disappoint me. Unless they're on Game Pass. Unless they're day one. And then if we give it raving reviews, he tries it once it becomes available through Game Pass. And then he tears us apart. And, and it sucks. Good. Um, I love you, but it sucks. Like, yes. It, like, what, I mean, what do, you, what do you want me to say, dude? What do you want me to say? If a game well, I mean, sucks, that's the thing. Sucks, dude. That's like, the thing. Starfield, I... I I didn't purchase fucking Starfield. I yeah. installed it via Game Pass. Not, and not I thought the game smart, fucking John. sucked. Hey, you, I'm not hey, saying you're not smart, John. Hey, just, you guys, no, you guys know I've I've openly, honestly told you how I felt about the game. I still like the game, but it was just Which a major fine. disappointment. Is, it was just it was just a major disappointment because another big conversation is why the fuck have we not gotten our information on the DLC that we paid for in November when the pre when you know when the game came out. You know all this all this reminds me of all this reminds me of is how fucking quick they abandoned uh Red Dead 2 online. Uh all it reminds me Absolutely. of is is the shark yeah. the shark the shark card fucking like milk from the fucking tit of Grand Theft Auto 5 when Rockstar completely fucking sold out. You yeah. know and just abandoned absolutely abandoned the gaming community they were like the last bastion of a gaming company that like gave a fuck about the fans and like they completely stopped giving a fuck about the fans like it is this shit is just it's getting old it's just getting old it's just well, getting fucking old okay yeah, you know and what I mean? that's where it really comes back to you know the conversations we've had about fucking nintendo Nintendo is now officially the last gaming company that's for the fans by the fans that actually is releasing quality products on day one. Agreed. Um, Agree. Every and other how, fucking and, gaming company. How in the fuck did that happen? With the the absolute like power grip that Microsoft and Sony had on the gaming community, like completely through the two thousands and two thousand tens. How in the Absolutely fuck did nice. How in the fuck did Nintendo ever make a comeback from that? Because the fucking corporation fucking like lost lost control and lost sight of the fucking like they lost sight of the fucking finish line. Corporate finish greed line is, is we're, we're looking at corporate greed in these cases because here's the thing: Nintendo being a Japanese-owned company in Japan, corporations are totally different than they are here stateside and Agreed. shit like that. Yeah, Sony's a Japanese company, but their video game area is more U.S. based than it is japan and fucking sony and microsoft were battling it out so hard M nintendo's just in the background like the redheaded fucking stepchild for all, all right, these like, years yep. and then like, nintendo drops the switch back in 2017 redeems themselves from when they released the wii u and now nintendo's kind of taken over in the last last white the final bastion of 
true video game glory because they're the ones that are they, they listen to the fans they fucking appreciate their fans yeah nintendo's kind of like disney in a sense when it comes to like taking content down and copyright striking people and shit like that with certain things but nintendo at least listens to their fan base listens to the community listens to the users and tries to do better absolutely and release quality on day one um i think the only game in the last since the switch came out since 2017 when the switch came out that was a total fuck up was the last generation of pokemon games violet and scarlet when they were when those were released by the nintendo by the pokemon company and nintendo they were extremely bug ridden but once nintendo and the pokemon company and game freak found out of all those issues Within two days of the game releasing, they patched those fucking problems and the game was fixed. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. So, what a surprise. Like, somebody does the right thing and it actually fucking works for the consumer. Like, I thought, you know, market capitalism was supposed to, like, breed, like, competition. And we've got Microsoft and Sony, like, fighting each other for who can shoot themselves in the dick fucking fastest. While Nintendo just, like, waits in the sidelines and, like, takes over. Once both of them are fucking, like bled out and fucking Nintendo dead the at fuck this way. point is literally a shadow operative in the fucking just you know just wait, wait, chilling I, out I, in the I, fucking I, shadows like nobody's paying attention to Nintendo because Sony and Microsoft are so at each other's throats and really what what helped Nintendo in that case was the Activision and Blizzard fucking buyout that Nintendo that Microsoft was going through because Sony was so concerned about Microsoft monopolizing the video game industry that everybody forgot Nintendo was over here doing their fucking shit and actually concerned and making sure the consumers got what they were paying for. That, yeah. 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 And what sort of backwards fucking pageantry is that? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so next, I mean, I, I hope you guys had a really good. You week. asshole, you waited till I took a sip of drink to fucking do that sound. I love I love that one. How's the whiskey? How's the whiskey? You fucking dirty bastard. How's the whiskey? So this is uh ginger and whiskey. And then this is just a shot of whiskey. Very nice. Fucking delicious. Very nice. So I mean I, I ain't got nothing much for myself this week. I played a couple video games. Um I'll we'll I'll get to Madden when we talk when we go go into the Super Bowl. Ooh. You know, um I, I played some LA Noir, super fun. I, I love Oh, I remember that game. I remember that game. Are you good at it? Are you good at it? So, uh, I've only done like three cases, but the one, the first lady, I completely forgot that she's innocent, and I completely accused that that fucking lady of doing. Oh all yeah, you, oh you just like terrorize people in that game. Yeah, you so like terrorize people in that game. For the next, so I mean, but one thing that I'm really excited that, I'm, that I would like to announce that I didn't even tell the guys yet is that we're gonna start having some affiliation soon with DD214 Network. Um, one that I'm working on right now is with GovX. You know, so right. me, you know, so and Jay's probably thinking, so what 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 is this? What is an affiliation? Affiliation, it's not a sponsorship. You know, we can make a couple, we can make a couple pennies at a time if we give someone a code like DD214 network or whatever, and they go in, they use a coupon code to buy a product, and we get like 30 cents. And you know, and then if Pete and if they like us enough, and if we make enough sales or whatever, we become sponsored. Uh, this is something that I'm starting to figure out now and something that one of our that a mutual friend of ours was telling me about years ago and I completely shut him down and I know he doesn't watch the show 
Uh, so fuck you. And thank you for the information because now I'm fucking using it. It's mine now. And but yeah, you know, um, yeah. you know, but we're going to have some affiliation soon. I'm very excited for uh, we're going to be, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You're going to hear Jay scream out, you know, you remember the Rogue Energy sponsorship we had? Yes, I do. Yeah. So, you know, Jay's going to be able to be his old self. And those Rogue Energy commercials were fucking hilarious, too. Uh, but yeah, that's we bring, uh, we yeah, bring but Rogue Energy of... fucking sucked. Like that's one of the worst companies to fucking have dude, a like, with. Yeah, you, you, dude, we need to bring back some. Like you know, what we should do. We need to like go back into the archives and like pull some of those because like, like I did not, I did not talk about using Rogue in the uh, in the suggested manner that Rogue is supposed to be used. He talked so, about like, snorting it. Like he yeah. said in one episode that he was going to snort it, and then like well, I came to his house. When I went to Kansas City, I left him a whole bunch. I don't even think he drank it, but I know that that stuff made my fucking heart pump, dude. Well, remember <laughs> that episode where <laughs> where you were talking, John? We were talking about G Fuel one episode, and you were talking about how it fucking gave you heart palpitations, and I grabbed my fucking tub off my desk. This was when I was in the old place, and I just did two fucking dry scoops of that shit live on the fucking air, and John's over there looking like he's going to fucking have a heart attack. I was sweating, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was like i was like, so fucking hyper the rest of that fucking day after that episode like, dude, like the missus it. was like can you just sit the fuck down and i'm like no i gotta keep moving. <laughs> i gotta keep moving <laughs> it's like i would I, accessory if, if we're talking about rogue i i would rather take like fentanyl laced fucking cocaine than fucking like than drink rogue you know what i'm saying like i mean seriously like so my problem with Rogue, because I had Rogue approach me before I came on this show for a sponsorship deal with my streams and stuff, when I was doing that regular enough to where companies were starting to recognize me. They sent me a whole bunch of their shit. I tried it. I like those gamer fuel type of like supplements. You mix your own shit for your caffeine. but rogue was too fucking chalky it had a very chalky taste to it even after you mixed it i've it's, it's been my understanding and and uh my experience that uh when people try too hard to like put their shit out there their shit mm -hmm. usually sucks yeah their shit usually fucking sucks most stuff that is quality sells itself it just sells eventually i'm not saying overnight i'm not saying it turns into a big fucking explosion and everybody's got to have one like talking to you, talking to you, Stanley Cups. Talking to you, talking to you, Stanley Cups. It's not overnight. It's oh, not overnight. Shit. It's not overnight. But anywho, the shit sells itself. It's not a Stanley. Don't worry. Oh, I wouldn't care if it was. I, I have a fucking. I wouldn't Stanley. care if it was. But uh, what? What you guys? Well, got I mean, I've got the old school fucking Stanley thermos. Like it was my dad's back in the day, back when Stanley actually was. You, just bought the company shit that, you bought the shit in a fucking a sporting sporting goods store in the camping section. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like it was like the working man's fucking thermos. It was you. you brought it thank to the you. work site with your fucking coffee in it because it, it fucking worked. Because it worked. Because it fucking works. As we keep cutting okay. John off. Sorry, John. No, fuck you, John. I, no, hey, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. 
Uh, what would you and guys? His name point? is John Cena. I don't know. Listen, John Cena's going to be in a movie called Ricky Stenicky. We're not affiliated, but goddamn, go watch that movie. It looks funny. Uh, Ricky what, what, what you guys got for the for the week? What you guys do? I I, I worked uh, Friday and yesterday. Nothing crazy. Uh, Friday was at Arrowhead. Um, some friends and family members of uh, the team and uh, employees of the team uh, flew to, flew out to Vegas. So I got to pull watch for the uh, the buses that uh, picked up people to, to shuttle them to the airport. And that was really cool. And then uh, yesterday I was at uh, T-Mobile Arena, downtown Kansas City. Uh, for, it was a comedian. It was a, it was a comedian. Uh, was it Nate? Nate something. I don't, I don't fucking know. Fuck, I don't remember this fucking guy's name. See, this is how I know I'm getting old. Like, I, I can't even keep up on the the freaking the names of people. Like, I'd never heard of the guy, but apparently he's really famous because he did two shows. He did two shows uh, yesterday at T-Mobile Arena, and he pulled, I think, like 12,000 the first one and 17,000 the second one. So, Nate, Nate Bargazzi. I think he's been on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Nate Bargazzi. And so I did that. I did that show yesterday at T-Mobile in downtown Kansas City. But like, other than that, like nothing special. Like this week has just been like getting ready to go back to the fucking Super Bowl, fucking daydreaming, daydreaming. You know what I mean? Daydreaming a lot. Uh, just living the dream, you know, and uh, just trying to do my best, you know, for for everybody that I love. So, so yeah, like uh, I didn't really do much this week other than uh, put some hours in and. Uh, Try to get used to uh, real life again. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, for me, it was work. Spent some money. I spend money fucking every week on shit. Um, actually spent money preparing for this fucking trip in May. Coming up there to fucking KC. Um, so, I already got the plane tickets. Got the hotel fucking booked. All that jazz fucking. Did you figure out the I hotel? About it. Did you figure? Did yeah. You don't say it on air. Don't say it. Bit. Don't say it on air. But want to, yeah. Want to hear about it later. Just want to hear about it later. Um, but then uh, this week I ended up dropping fucking, what was it like fucking three k on a fucking uh, laptop. Three. <sighs> Do you have an old laptop? Do you have an old laptop you can send to Jay? <laughs> No, and in cocaine. I ended up getting the 16 inch MacBook Pro with the M3 uh, Max in it, John. Oh my God. And I upped the specs to where, yeah, fucking ridiculous. Uh, more like a travel setup. So um, that way, like if I'm traveling or something, even for work, um, I can carry a capture card and my Switch with me. And still fucking stream video games and record fucking content and shit while I'm out traveling and stuff. Part of it, you know, me and the me and the missus, we've been talking and we're gonna start doing a lot more traveling here. Uh yeah. Soon. Highly, highly so, encouraged. Highly encouraged. Um meet, just meet, because meet we're people. you know, we're at that point now where it's like we meet don't people. have get get out of your comfort zone. Go go to a we don't have place. kids. I've been fucking everywhere across the continental U.S. and overseas. The most she's been is South Carolina, Virginia, uh, and Florida and Georgia. 
and like Tennessee. Eastern, Eastern, like, like Eastern, Eastern seaboard. The most she's yeah. fucking seen is the Eastern seaboard where she grew up. So, you know, we're, we're going to start traveling a lot and doing stuff like that. So I needed to get something reliable for, you know, content and stuff. So when we are doing these trips and stuff, I have something to still be able to boot up and jump on for the fucking episode on Sunday mornings if we're still out and traveling, things of that nature. Um, I was really this close, John, though, to actually fucking just paying the extra and buying the fucking Vision Pro. And you should have. Why'd you bitch but, out? Why'd you bitch out? Because I still, being a person that works in the IT field, I cannot justify $3,500 for a fucking VR headset. Agree. Agree. That's true. Agree. Like, spending spending th- three bands on a fucking laptop, easily something I can do because I've got use cases for that equipment. For a VR headset, I just, so what? I can put three fucking screens in front of my face and have him, you know, 120 inches, it seems like. But, yeah, no, until they drop the fucking price on that shit, I will not spend that kind of of money. Hey, yo, yo, Cardenas, these motherfuckers don't want to watch American Me, bro. Like, they don't want to watch American Me. Like, they don't want to watch Blood In, Blood Out either. Like, well, John, John would love, John would love blood in, blood out, but fucking, uh-uh. Like, uh-uh, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah. Um, I picked up, I picked up the laptop. I'm, I've got three microphones and a portable fucking audio interface that all three mics can plug into coming. I know, John, you've got a bunch of fucking travel gear yourself. Oh, you want to see my bag? Oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> No, here we fucking go. This motherfucker pulls out a damn fucking duffel bag. So, so this is an authentic uh, 1995 exclusive Marlboro bag. It's the fucking Marlboro duffel bag where if you bought so many fucking packs of cigarettes, you could cash your fucking points for that shit. Yeah, so this one, this <laughs> this is one. bag. That's the bag somebody got for fucking getting cancer. Like, yeah, uh, my 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 uh, in laws. Uh, so yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, just, it's no fucking nonchalantly like yeah, my in laws. But, but look, it's got it's got enough space for all my stuff in there. I got all my wires, all my microphones. The bag is important. Squilini, back me up here. If you don't have a bag, mm-hmm. you're not you're not being a man. Uh, well, I mean, say it, goddamn it. For for what me you do, John? It's not a purse. It's a satchel. It's a satchel. For what me and you do, John, having a bag to transport our gear is important. Where Jay, he just shows up wherever the guys transporting the gear are to do work. <laughs> because I'll fucking take what I need and just be gone. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for transporting all of your stuff so that I can take it. And and then I'll have what I need. Thank you. Thank you. The infantry, the infantry thanks you. The infantry thanks you. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm 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 gearing up and getting shit ready because, you know, like you, John, you've got all these fucking all the you've got Queen Sanchez Media, you've got all your shit going on. I want I've got more. my shit going on. I want and you want all I of it, John. Not more, like, not more, John. You want all of it. The whole fucking solar system. We're going past the both, fucking, John. 
I'm going past the seventh ring of Saturn, motherfucker. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, both me and John are very fucking thirsty for for more content, having more things to fucking do, fill time with. Thirsty. Um, thirsty. No, not not on corporate fucking douchebags' cocks. Uh, we're thirsty no. in a different oh, way. No. Okay. Oh no! Oh no! No no! We, we, we carry we carry bags that get that that they, they bring cancer. We carry bags to bring cancer. No, John <laughs> does this. Uh, we do that. Thank you, Burn Pit, fellow Burn Pit survivor. Like, yeah, we do this. Like, because you and me are fucking dead, dude. Like, we're not dead right yeah. now, but we are so fucking dead, bro. We are yeah. So, uh, dead, so we are so, so fucking dead. Like, oh, bro. Oh, we got this shit coming, bro. Coming. <laughs> so you speak of fucking cancer and, you know, I've already talked about my week. I'm going to actually segue us into um, some some events that happened this week. Oh, God. I didn't mean to fucking go dark. I apologize. What happened? Which which one are we getting out the way first? Toby Keith. Mm. Fuck. Fuck. May him and his Red Solo Fuck. Cups forever live in our fucking memories. Yeah. yeah. So, he you know, being... Yeah. Being from the 9-11 generation, being part of that group, Toby Keith kind of, you know, has solidified himself in fucking our generation of veterans' memories for years to fucking come. Whether it's courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, American Soldier, any of his fucking songs. I've seen him many times live, both when I was overseas on tours, when he was doing USO tours and live shows for us over there. I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. You've actually seen him. Like that's that's fucking. You got you got to see you got to see him when he was performing for the troops. That's actually really cool. So I've seen him when he's performing for the troops. I've seen him stateside several times. Um, not a very big country. Like I I like all genres of music. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a huge Toby Keith fan. Like he's got some songs that I like, you know, but he definitely like put himself out there for the troops, and that's yeah. Kind of like um, well, yeah. Like him, I like mean, him. There's some like people him, but... that are, you know, talking about talking about like his his him being the reason the Dixie Chicks fucking fell off the map and had to change their names to the Chicks and all that yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> there, yeah, that's a whole. Yeah, that's that that's might be another, yeah that might be another segue, but uh, yeah, like we'll talk about that one in a minute, but. Um, so, but you know, the, the dude was definitely, he was for the troops about the troops. He loved, he loved his country meeting him in person. So when he was doing those USO tours, he definitely agree. Exactly. Agreed. Cardenas. Even, even I will, even, I will a hundred percent agree with that. So, even if I'm not, you a, know, yeah. Even if I'm not a fucking Toby Keith fan, I will totally raise my glass. Totally it might not be that. a red solo cup. I I'm actually wish getting, I had I'm picked close. up some solo red solo cups for him yesterday because I planned on talking about it today. But this is for you, Toby. This is for the generations of troops that you inspired. Who? May hey, you forever and, uh, live long in our memories. And and uh, just like your just like your own song said. Freaking uh, whiskey for the men and beer for the horses. Beer for the horses. <sighs> so, 
I just wanted to touch on Toby real quick being absolutely what our podcast is about and for got to talk about a legend. Yeah. And I, I definitely rest in peace. And, uh, I'm going to use this as a segue, John, so we can get it like right the fuck out of the way. Like you're talking about, uh, Toby, no. because, I have, Toby. because I have, because I have a, because I have a roast when we, when it gets too heated. I appreciate break, that. To break the ice, I have a roast. So, well, you mentioned something about the Dixie Chicks and that era, and um, and there was a lot of political division at the time, mm-hmm. and um, we've had some divisions uh, as of late, and we we don't like to get political here on this show, but some things are just a little bit, some things are a little bit too hard to ignore. Yeah, and that's and we don't. Yeah. I don't like segueing from the death of a person that clearly cared about a lot of people, had a lot of people care about him. You know what I mean? Uh, but I would like to, did John, did you, or did you guys get the, uh, I sent a link in the article the, that uh, you shared? Yes. And uh, well, do you like we had, we had, we had, so we had, we had that, but start with John, why don't you start with what you were going to talk about? Uh, so, so we all know what happened this week with with good old Tucker Carlson. I actually now you mean you mean you mean, you mean Cucker Cucker Carlson? Yeah. Now I'm Cucker going Carlson. to I'm going to flat out honestly say, and this is and this is not like this is a genuine thing for him. Now I know a lot of people have their feelings on him about what he does and how he does things, and th- and that's okay. You know, everyone's got their own opinions. I. As exciting as it was to see him actually interview Putin, uh-huh. uh, there's a there's a. I mean, I'm sure Jay's going to get into the the negative uh, things. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. I don't know. What, no, yeah, so I just want to put in a point of view about about journalism, right? So we so from the 60s to the 80s you had a bunch of reporters who were not afraid to get in the middle of shit you know to get in the dirt and get the information that other people want they want to hear the other side sometimes right granted all we got was a fucking history lesson about fucking russia for two hours but (laughs) you know like i i you know there was really nothing that was answered and it Honestly, it was it was kind of a joke, to be honest with you. But for Tucker Carlson to be a journalist and for and whatever his motive was, I don't know what his motive was. Maybe someone could tell me what it was, whatever. And they do. They do. And I just I just think it's super interesting that that he went out of his way, you know, and in some perspectives, you know, I, I don't know. I still need to do my own research to kind of feel more on it. You know, some people feel like it was un-American of him to do it. Yada yada. yada. Uh, he's, he's about. He's about. Tucker Carlson is about to be sanctioned by the fucking European Union for yeah. holding that interview. Just yeah. throwing that fucking shit out oh, there. Oh yeah, and there there, there are implications out there. Instead of just him going against, yeah. you know, the the the. It's not, it's not just it's not just him being anti-American yeah. or like no. whatever like. The European Union is probably about to sanction him for fucking even holding that interview. Yeah, like a lot that's of, a lot of people. He he pissed off a lot of people doing it. And but can, well, can he's I, kind of a piece of fucking shit, and he always has been. John, I, I'm one of those people that he pissed off doing it. 
Yeah, yeah. John Stewart, John Stewart called his bullshit out. Fucking like. Yeah, fucking, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But look, I, up, look up, look up the fucking YouTube. It's on YouTube. Look up the Crossfire episode. It's it's on. It was on Crossfire. That's an old fucking Fox News yeah. fucking show. They had John Stewart on, and John Stewart fucking schooled Cucker as he as he, he deserved. Schooled Cucker, and uh, that motherfucker's never worn a bow tie since. He's yep. never worn a bow tie since. And and as, yeah. that, as, fucking, and as that fucking that fucking pussy that fucking coward has as, never worn a bow tie since. And as deserved. And I was never a fan of him when he was over in Fox News. I was more of a fan of him when he left Fox News and he started doing better interviews, like with guys like Ice Cube, and you know he well, he. You know, and they, they were really good interviews, okay? And these are interviews that you probably wouldn't hear anybody from anyone else, but it doesn't change the fact of the action that was made for him to go to cross to cross into another country's mm-hmm. line and to you know into interview. I wonder how much money he got. I wonder how that's, much money he got. That's what I'm curious about too. And but yeah, I mean that's just my perspective. I just think it's interesting, you know, on on a on a journalistic perspective. That he's not a journalist. He argued. He well, no, argued. In he, that's right. He's not. He did argue. He won that. A, excuse me. Hold on. He won a court case where he was fucking sued. They won a court case. Fox News won a court case for Tucker Carlson. And how they won was the lawyers argued that no reasonable person would believe the stuff that came out of his fucking mouth. That is not a fucking journalist. Okay. That's and not fucking and journalism. You're, and you're, and you're right. Call it that. Don't and fucking call it that. All right, motherfucker, let me talk. Fuck that. Fuck I that. Get it. Don't call it what it's not. I get it. He's not Daddy a journalist. Trump. You're right. And you're right. He did say that. He did say that. He's <laughs> that's, a, that's an affront to every he's actual a, but, journalist but he's a cu- in the world. In the but world. He's, he's an affront to every journalist in the world. So he's, a, so he's a conversationalist. No, he's a fucking, he's a fucking, he's a fucking like fuck up. fucking fascist. Bruh. He's a fucking fascist, is what he I is. See, I see your perspective, okay? And like, just like Cardina says, it shows transparency. Even wasn't very informative, but it shows he shows no allegiance to anyone, not even the USA. I'm just pointing out the balls it took because I'm not gonna lie to you. Call me a traitor or whatever. I would have went out of my fucking way to, to get an interview with Putin myself, and that's and that's just no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Fucking, he I, did it for fucking money. Oh, How I much know money. How much money would it take you to sell your country out? That's what I'm asking you. Oh, you know, we used to have these conversations in the field. Yeah. We used to have these fucking dirty ass conversations in the field. Let me ask you a mm-hmm. dirty ass question, John. How much money would it take you to sell your fucking country out? Oh, no. How much money would it take you? Nothing. You can't, you can't, you can't buy. Are you it. sure? You just you said you'd fucking it. interview. You just said you'd fucking go out of your way to interview Putin. I'm, well, not, I'm yeah, but, hey, hey, and that's and that's completely fine. But I wouldn't betray my country for it. But I don't think it's wrong to. He just did. He just I did. Know he, I, I know he did. He just did. But so, I don't think there is an issue with with diving into other people's perspectives, even though we didn't get much perspective. What perspective? They fucking in, they invaded Georgia. <laughs> they invaded Georgia when Bush was in power. They invaded Crimea. They invaded Crimea when Obama was in power. Trump, they invaded no one. As soon as Biden took power, they invaded fucking Ukraine. What well, perspective? That's... What perspective? What perspective I... are you looking for? There's always, that Russia there's lies. Always that Russia lies. And, and that's they fine. And they could lie. And they could lie all they want. 
But the fact of the matter is we should not be afraid to talk to even our enemies just to hear something. No, disagree. Disagree. That was, was fine. That was two hours of bull. It was two, it was, it was two and a half hours of bullshit. We didn't didn't learn anything. Go ahead, Joe. Joe, please. Joe, please. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to play, I'm going to play combat veteran advocate here. Um, so, you know, John, you're, you're doing journalism advocate. I'm doing combat vet advocate. Here's the thing. If Tucker Carlson had done this with fucking bin Laden or Hussein. Thank you. We'd have fucking hung Carlson right beside bin Laden or Hussein. Thank you. Thank you. Putin is a fucking war criminal. I understand proper journalism, proper journalism, which Carlson is not a proper fucking journalist. Proper journalism. Never has been. They're they're providing some kind of insight into the mind. Like, yes, in cases there were interviews with bin Laden, there were interviews with Hussein before the war on terror even happened. However, right now, what we're dealing with, with Russia, the Ukraine, all of that shit, Carlson should have fucking kept his goddamn nose out of it and stayed away from the situation. Because in my honest opinion, if NATO would get was involved right now with the Ukraine situation, if the U.S. was involved with the Ukraine situation, Carlson would have been black booked from fucking coming back into this country after this bullshit. Well, that's already close to that now. And he fucking should be. I hope so. Hope the fucking millions are worth it and have fun fucking living in Russia, dude. Fuck you. Like, like, fuck all of them. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, fuck anybody that, that like, so like, here's, oh. here's my thing. And I'm going to, I'm going to respond to Cardenas real quick here. Cause he just said the interview was, is good in his opinion. Everyone always wants an interview with a bad guy. Correct. Everybody always wants to get that controversial interview. However, however, there is a time and a place for fucking set interviews. Yep. This and was right not, that was not the time nor the fucking place to be doing this shit. Can we uh can we pull up can we pull up uh what our uh former president fucking just pulled up like we just said yesterday? By the way, by the way, uh what we're about to pull up is from uh NPR, like National Public Radio. That's like one of the one of one of the most un- unbiased, unbiased. This is from the NPR. This actually happened yesterday. That's your former president right there saying he would well, not defend NATO allies. Mm. Not defend our our NATO allies from Russia if they're delinquent on payments. Mm. So, like, and, so and like, that right there shows that he is a fucking businessman and he has no business being in politics. Look right here. His definition. His and definition. I'm going to go ahead and just say it for everybody that might watch this episode later. In no way, shape, or form are we affiliated with any political party. No, we are not. None and of us are affiliated with our own personal fucking opinions and viewpoints. Yes. However, 100%, 100%. Trump saying that is 100% a business person tactic. It's a corporate greed tactic. Thank you. It's pretty much stating if you're if you're delinquent on your bills, fuck you, we're not helping. And just like and just like corporate greed, fucking like that type of fucking attitude, just like it tanked the gaming industry. Like, if you want to see America tanked, dude, like, yeah. That's the fucking fucking attitude that'll tank it. 
Keep fucking, keep fucking voting for that fucking cocksuck, dude. Yeah. That fucking fucking cocksuck, dude. And like, just to and just to let you guys know, we all, you know, we're three different guys. We have different perspectives. We have different views, but we, we all love each other. You know, just because we, you know, we're looking at things in a different light doesn't mean that we're, you know, completely against each other. You know, because at the end of the day, we're still cracking jokes and talking to each other. You know, we have different yeah. perspectives of things, and that's it. John, John, you could punch me in the face, dude, and we're probably going to drink a beer the next day. Same here. It would not be the first time in my life that's happened. It would as, not be guys, the first time. as guys, we have a completely different friendship dynamic. We might go out, get shit-faced, get into a fight with each other. The next morning, we're going to be sitting there with a fucking bag of peas over our fucking blackened eyes, drinking a fucking beer together on the back porch, fucking laughing about it. Talking shit about why John just fucking interviewed Putin, like you motherfucker. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I'm gonna go ahead and say it, John. If you ever pull some shit like Carlson just did, no, I will personally deliver one of said two black eyes you're gonna get. Well, I'm I, pretty sure Jay's gonna give the other one. Now, because I want, because I want, I want, because I want to, I want to lighten the mood and get into the roast real quick. But please, I, I do, I do, fucking, please, I do want please. to get back and say that I, I. I do absolutely agree. It was not the right time and it was not the right setting. And that's something that I didn't think about. And that's something, you know, and you're absolutely right about that. And Cardina says, I mean, we all have these opinions, me included, but we're all real quick to be mad when we don't get paid work that's owed. Who, uh, what's what? Yeah. I disagree with that comment. Cardenas. I love you very, very much. Also appreciate you watching like fairly religiously. Here's my argument to that. Who's getting paid for what? Because the the uh, the money that's being held up in Congress right now for Ukraine, everything that goes to Ukraine actually makes more money for American industries. We are not giving them our fucking new shit. We're giving them old shit that is about to fucking expire and they need it right fucking now. Yeah. Which means we need to make new shit, which means our ammunition plants have to fucking make more shit which fucking puts money in the pockets of American workers at American ammunition plants. Okay. The only people that get paid in this war are Americans. When we give aid to Ukraine for every dollar, we get six back. There's one fucking party in American politics that is holding up aid to Ukraine. One fucking party. Mm-hmm. Nobody is saying, nobody on this show is saying, both parties are fucking perfect or that we like one party over another, but I'm definitely going to fucking say it's really easy to fucking see one party is holding this shit up because one party is standing behind a fucking asshole that fucking built his whole fucking shit on a lie. The only time the fucking presidential election has ever been contested is because of this asshole. And it was fucking less than fucking three years ago. Yep. So fuck let's this play- mother- fuck that motherfucker. So fuck him and fuck all of his followers. Fuck all of his followers too. Like seriously. All right. So still let's follow- still following that guy. You still following that guy? So, you know so what? He wants to pull out of NATO and do what Putin put do what Putin wants. Fuck yeah. him. So let's fuck him. so let's lighten the mood. Uh Thank so you. We got some roast. Uh, Putin is curious about his future. He goes to see a fortune teller. She looks at her crystal dome and says, I see you in a big limousine, and there are thousands of people who are cheering with tears in their eyes and waving flags. How nice, says Putin. Do I wave back at them? She says, no, the coffin's closed. 
<laughs> that would be a nice day. That would be a nice day. I'd love to see him fucking strung up like Mussolini. Oh, yeah. Next one is, uh, so uh, Putin goes to a bar. He orders a drink and he asks the bartender, is Crimea ours? Bartender says, yes, it is. And the Donbass, also ours. And the Kiev, got that too. Satisfied, Putin drinks and asks, thanks. How much do I owe you? Five euros. I don't get it. But uh, Kiev, uh, man, I, I would really love to go back about not quite two years. We got about 11 days. Eleven In 11 days is going to be the two-year anniversary of the Ukrainian invasion from Russia. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, John, Kiev was never taken. How many days was it supposed to be? A three-day a three operation, right? It was a three-day yep. operation? Yeah, three days is over 700 right now. Three days is over 700 right now. Fuck Putin. Mm -hmm. Fuck Putin. Yeah, all right, next one. Go. Uh, shit, that one's long. Uh, what will Vlad, what will Vladimir Putin be remembered for? Turning the world's second most powerful, the second, the world's second most powerful military into the second most powerful military in Ukraine. Thank you, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. May I have another? May I have another? I like that one. Uh, next one. Uh, why is Putin's approval rating in Russia only eighty percent? The other 20 of the country is temporarily missing. Dude. <laughs> fuck any other country until we take care of our own. Uh, oh, no, it's not fucking. No, no, no. There's that, that's that's called isolationism. That's called isolationism. You God, know what? Isolationism has been such a theme this week. I've been. Yeah, doing let me, tell, hey, let me tell you about it. There was there was a thing. There was a there was a thing called the America First Committee, and it got really really big in the late 1930s. You guys can look this shit up on Wikipedia. I'll send you a fucking link in a minute. Look up the America First Committee. They were pro fascist. Yeah. They thought the freaking Nazis were like good guys. They had over 800,000 members. Over 800,000 members in the late 1930s. Guess what happened on fucking December 7th? They mm. were fucking dissolved because they were fucking wrong. If you're supporting fucking Russia over fucking the United States of America right now, you are wrong. If you're still listening to the bullshit coming out of Donald Trump's mouth right now, like, you guys picked the wrong horse. Tough shit. Yeah. You want to you help the homeless and the vets? You want to help the homeless and the vets? Send fucking money to Ukraine. You'll get $6 back more. This was, supposed, this, was supposed to, this was supposed to be funny and lighthearted. What the hell yeah. happened? Well, I don't want to hear about homeless and vets here in the fucking United States when fucking like people are dying right fucking now in Ukraine because of Russia, because of Russia, the, you know, the country that the three of us grew up on, that was like the number one enemy and they're still the number one fucking enemy. And they're all, I mean, the thing is, they're always going to be one of our number one enemies. There's nothing that's going to ever no, fucking not. change. No, they're that. not. No, they're not. They just got their backs broken in fucking Ukraine. No, they're not. All well, they have is nuclear. All they have is nuclear weapons. That's literally all they have. Like fuck them. Eh. Like fuck them. I'm not afraid to say it. I don't care. Fuck Russia. Fuck China too. Fuck North Korea. Fuck Iran. Okay, like I don't give a fuck. Like I ain't fucking scared. I live. In, I live in the United States of goddamn America, dude. I, I'm not a fucking pussy. I was in the fucking infantry, dude. I'll fight every motherfucking one of them. I don't fucking care. They're bitches. 
And if we have a fucking bitch of a former president that fucking cozies so, up to him, fuck him too. Fuck so, him too. To, to kind of segue from, from Ukraine and Russia real quick, though, because I don't think we've actually touched about it. How about fucking the Houthis in Yemen? Fuck them too. Fuck them like, too. Fuck we them haven't off. actually talked about the bullshit they're fucking trying to pull. Dude, and that's because they're backed up by Iran. And that was one of the countries I just named. Like, but, but the thing is, they keep playing the fuck around and find out game with our fucking Navy and shit. And our Navy's fucking them up. Hey, Cardenas. Hey, Cardenas, I got bad news for you, bro. We have the third most populous country in the world. Right behind India and China. People die here every day. People are born here every day. All right? Us sending money to fucking Ukraine, okay, is not causing people to die here. So fuck off with that argument, too. You can keep trying, dude. If you want to back up Russia, dude, if you want to back up Russia, dude, Damn, keep backing man. up Russia. Don't run off our have fucking fun. viewers. Come on. Fucking have fun, dude. Have fun backing up Russia, dude. You're backing up fucking Russia. You're, you, are liter you are literally selling... You're literally selling Russian sell, like Russian points. Like, no, I'm not going to fucking listen to that shit. Like, us sending money to I Ukraine mean, is not killing anybody here in the United so, States. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm, You're wrong. I'm You're going fucking to, wrong. I'm going to say, you know, yes, right now we do need to help Ukraine. Jay has a fucking point. For every dollar we send Ukraine, of six back. once all we this shit's done, back. we're going to get six back. Thank However, you. Thank you. You know, right now, yeah, we do have fucking. We have fucking ridiculous fucking numbers of suicide rates and shit here in the U.S. Gee, I wonder why. We have ridiculous homelessness rates. Yeah, because we're letting corporations run amok. Yeah, no shit. Everybody's fucking miserable because they have to work fucking two jobs. They have to work two jobs and attaining like middle middle class fucking like status is fucking impossible for millennials and fucking Generation X. No shit. Everybody's fucking miserable. No fucking way. How the fuck did that happen? How the fuck did that happen? Like, none of this shit is like, like, we have all the information available for all this stuff. This is not, yeah. this is not rocket science. This has been, like, this has been coming since the fucking 80s, dude. This has been coming since the 80s. We're just the generation that's dealing with it. Like, Jesus so, Christ, dude. Like, when the fuck and, did everybody go know, fucking vagina? Like. Shut the fuck up. I'm for, trying. For one second. Jesus Christ. So, you know, for me personally, the homelessness, the, the veteran suicide rates, things of those natures do hit fucking hard for, for any of us typically on this podcast. Um, and yeah, food's fucking ridiculous. The prices are fucking ridiculous. Um, I mean, I went grocery shopping yesterday. I fucking got for, for two meals, one meal didn't even call for fucking much. Um, for two meals and, you know, just some lunch food for the week and breakfast items, it cost me 250 fucking dollars at the grocery store. And my cart wasn't even fucking full. I remember growing up, going to the fucking grocery store with mom and dad, and we'd walk out with fucking two fucking buggies full of food for that much. However, homelessness and veteran suicide hits hard for all of us. You know, we all have lost someone to suicide we've all you know obviously i've been homeless before i personally john's been, john's been homeless john's been homeless john's, john's been, homeless. been homeless you know we we've we've got we've got a good fucking basis of we've we we've been through it 
Um, you know, I was homeless for a fucking year and I've got a fucking master's degree in computer engineering and I know how to fucking do all this shit with fucking computers and I was out on the fucking streets for a year. That sounds like you got fucking Part lied that- to by your fucking that sounds like you got lied to by your fucking college recruiter. You know what I mean? No, it has nothing to do with that. Part of that's just due to the fucking job market. A. Um, B, the other part of it was, well, it was all due to the job market. However, you know, the thing is, I, I'm i one of those people. So, so what, one of the things that, so there were two things that kind of helped me get back on my feet. A, my lovely fucking fiance, you know, we met while I was homeless Within, you know, the first six months we moved in together, she gave me time to get back on my feet. It is what it is. The other thing was one of one of the people I knew from the church I was attending at the time, she started a ministry for the homeless in our community to an outreach program, so to speak. Oh, somebody actually and, reads the book. Somebody who actually reads the book. Wow. Exactly. And and with that, with that, you know, she had just got a building. She needed somebody to be there, you know, 24 seven to help with, you know, running the food pantry, running the clothing closet, making sure operations were moving swiftly on a day-to-day basis. She offered me a place to fucking stay as long as I was available to run the fucking day-to-day operations for this, this outreach program that she had started. And now what I do is a percentage of each of my paychecks goes to that outreach program to help provide more resources for the other homeless and the other veterans in my community to get them back on their feet. Like I got back on my feet because of that program. What a concept. We don't need to rely on fucking government money to help the homeless and the veterans. As a country, we need to band together and individually help in any way we possibly can to solve community, the problem. Because the government commu- is so fucking unreliable. Outreach. Community outreach. Community we've outreach. Gotta, exactly. Community outreach is what's going to fix it. Because the what government is so fucking unreliable, in? we can't rely on the fucking government to do shit to fix the fucking problem. The only people fixing the fucking problem are those of us with boots on the fucking ground. It's your neighborhood. It's your neighborhood. Do you not like how it looks right now? Fucking help somebody out. Do and something to fucking be part of the change. Don't contribute to the fucking problem. That's all I've got to say on that. Because that really fucking hits home to me when we say, you know, the government could be putting money here. The government could be putting money there. I'm sorry. The government is fucking going to do what the government wants to fucking do. They're a bunch of corporate cockbags. They're not going to fucking listen to any of us. They're going to do what they want to do. They're going to spend the money they want the way they want to. The only way to fix the fucking problem is to be part of the fucking change. That again. The only way to be part of the fucking solution is to not contribute to the problem saying government is going to fix it if they stop putting money elsewhere. It's going to be being part of the fucking solution yourself and helping with these outreach programs, whether it's a you know charitable contribution financially every month or 
signing up to go out there and fucking pass out flyers on the street to the homeless and to the veterans to promote these fucking programs that other people have started. Because, yes, Joe, I will hey, be Joe, the first hey, to say. Give me one second. I got I got to say something. Cardenas, yes, there are communities that do. And if you can't find them, that's on you. There's plenty of communities out there that do plenty. Like, if you choose not to see them, you're burying your head in the sand. Like, so, and, and that's the thing. Like, I've got yeah, buddies that live all over the communities that do all kinds of shit. You, if you can't I've got see buddies them, that live all over the U.S. You're fucking blind. You're fucking blind if you can't find communities that fucking outreach and fucking like actually do shit. You're fucking blind. If you I've can't got a buddy them. that had started a similar program to the one that helped me in Indiana. I've got Thank buddies you. all over the fucking place that have done that have started similar fucking outreach programs to help the veterans, help the fucking homeless, get them back on their feet, whether it's providing them a way to get their fucking GED, say they never graduated high school. Okay. So I ha I have to step in on this because I, I didn't, I didn't have, because we, we need to transition into football because we, I need to shut this down. <laughs> um, they, I did not receive we you know my wife and I we went through programs but we did not like get we barely had any fucking help from anything or anyone because the resources were not there and we were in New York City coming back and forth from New York City and New Jersey we had I had to literally become um, nearly become a father and join the army in order to get myself out of the situation that I was in and those resources were not present to me. And, and I don't know why they weren't present to me, but I had everything. I had everything that I needed. My identifications, my paperwork, I, my, my criminal records clean, you know, but sometimes those resources are literally just not there. And I hate to say it, and I'm going to get a lot of, a lot of pushback from this. There, there are companies that are very discriminant against the people that they help. That, that, right. is, that is a thing that happened. It, it happened to me. You know, I'm not, it but happens that, to me, I'm, you know, it, but it, it does that sometimes these programs and all these resources, they don't, they don't do anything. So, real quick, real so quick. John, I'm going to, I'm going to back quick, that quick, statement real quick. Real quick, real quick for Cardenas. You're not wrong. America is very selfish right now. That's our job. That's our job coming up on middle age for you. Me and John and Joe are already in middle age. Okay. That's our job to teach our fucking kids better. If America's very selfish right now, that's because the last like two generations have been fucking selfish assholes. Okay? That's it. Teach fucking kids better. That's it. There's an easy, easy fucking solution to that. Teach them fucking history. Teach them not to fucking follow assholes. Teach yeah. them fucking better. That's fucking it. It's and, that easy. It's that fucking and, easy. And don't know, follow fascists. And don't follow fucking fascists. It's that easy. And it's really you know, easy. that's the thing. So so I'm gonna piggyback on what you said, John real quick here before we segue to the last segment before yeah. you know the last segment um <clears throat> i i was in those I, I was there too you know this we me and you have talked about it i was laid off from a fucking great paying job thank god for good money choices able to keep fucking roof over my head for a year and a half afterwards um and then finally became homeless before I became homeless, when it was coming up to the point of, okay, I've only got enough to pay my electric bill and my internet. I can't cover my rent. I reached out to these government programs. 
the problem is these government programs look for people of minority and women. They don't, when you're a single white male, they don't give two shits about you. Stop and that's right the part of the problem lies. That's right there because jo- uh, John had both of those and he got fucking denied too. Yeah. John had both of those and he got so, denied too. Yes, John had both of those. Granted, you know, for the most, but that's because here's the thing though. That's because he was, he was, he had the family dynamic. If you have to be a white, uh, a female with kids to get fucking assistance for most of these programs. That's and that's not that's not necessarily true too because I've I literally witnessed I was sleeping in the parks with me, my wife and I were sleeping in the parks with pregnant women, you know, sitting there gotta, with blankets and shit. I, I was gonna yeah. say I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to freaking like kibosh this part because so, I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you right now, yeah, we're missing we're miss we're missing the point we're missing the point right here. So that and might just be a southern point, state the point, thing. The, point is, the fucking point is the fucking point is okay. Be part of the change. Don't be part of the problem. Thank you, Joe. Thank. Yeah. Oh, Joe, I love you. I was getting God there. Damn it, Jail. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> be part of the change. The change. <laughs> Do something. Dude, that's all there is to say Do on this. Something. Now we're gonna segue into our next segment, John. Do something. Fucking football, right there. None of that pansy ass dick tugging. There you go. It's football time. It's actually so. What Super Bowl is it? Fifty-eight. It is number fifty-eight. Just like the title. It's Super Bowl five hours exactly from fucking kickoff. Five hours exactly from Super Bowl. Five hours and two minutes away from Super Bowl fifty-eight. The fucking San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Or, as those of us that are diehard against fucking them constantly showing Taylor Swift, we're calling it the Swifty Bowl because we have a feeling that's what's going to happen. Um, fucking love it. Fucking love it. I'm, dr- I'm, drinking, I'm drinking tears right now. I'm drinking tears so, right now. Like, just I'm drink. Not, you know, I'm not going to say I'm against Taylor Swift. So here's here's a little known fact. She's going to get um, grimed, apparently. So, if I'm correct, so I'm only seven months older than Taylor Swift. Really? She oh, was wow. born December of 1989. Yep. I, I was know born that. in May of 89. There you go. Fucking young ass motherfucker. Go fuck yourself, Jay. <laughs> you old fucking dumbass. <laughs> fuck you, Cardenas. Oh. <laughs> I don't I <coughs> you motherfucker. Like, let me tell you something. Just because I saw all of them doesn't mean I was Jay Campbell the whole time, okay? Just because I saw all of them doesn't mean I was Jay Campbell the whole time. You go fuck yourself. Due to legal restrictions and whatnot, Jay had to change his name at one point in his life. Um, So, you know, at least one through 20, his name was different. He's only been Jay Campbell from 20 to from Super Bowl 20 till now. Um, (laughs) Right. Right. Tell yourself whatever you want. (laughs) 
That's awesome. We can't no, fully awesome. disclose the entire information. However, witness protections involved in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> Don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. But, no, let, no, let, shit. Let, let's talk about the Swift. Let's talk about the Swifty Bowl. The Swifty Bowl. Like, let's talk about it. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with with your your. your <laughs> we were talking about this beforehand, Jay, and I honestly feel if the Niners come out and play like they did. In their last two playoffs games, it's going to be a bad know, day. The Lions and the fucking Green Bay games, Packers. Yeah, they didn't do shit during the first half. That would not make for a good Super Bowl. Unfortunately, we're going to have another Chiefs fucking Super Bowl win. Oh, now not, not it's going to be unfortunately for like the entire country, and like it won't be fun to watch. It's just going to be another. Now, if the Niners somehow over the last two weeks have pulled their heads out of their fucking asses long enough to look at where they fucked up in those last two playoff games, bro, we might have a good fucking game. I would like to see um, a good game. As a Chiefs fan, I would like to see a good game. I say I that. I want to see it back and forth. I want to I see care. one of those where it's coming down to the win. last fucking two minutes. Whoever has that last possession is going to be the one that wins. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see none of this shit where, like, you know, teams fucking 35 fucking points ahead of the other team. And we've got three minutes left on the fucking clock games. Dude, if we're, dude, if, 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 if we hang 35 points in the first half, like they let the Lions do, like I'm going to watch probably like the first three minutes of the fucking third quarter and I'm going to go home. Like straight up, like because it's like if, if they don't start mounting like a fucking like like comeback, like it, oh by the way, yeah. this is also this is also vice versa for the Chiefs. So if the Niners come out and start destroying the Chiefs, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like a few minutes into the third quarter, and it's obvious like nothing's changing. I want to remind everybody as a I want to remind everybody as a Chiefs fan and as a person who lives in Kansas City, I I have not forgotten. I have not forgotten when the Bucks beat us. Okay, like that was a bad game. That was just a bad game. You know what I mean? Oh, and, you're talking about the last Brady Bowl. Yeah, and like, like <laughs> I mean, you you talk about the Chiefs, like just not showing up, just not yeah. showing up. And that it was not that was not a fun Super Bowl to watch. And I'm not saying that as a Chiefs fan because I wanted the Chiefs to win. I'm saying it wasn't fun to watch because the outcome was obvious very early on, like very early yeah. on. The outcome was just obvious. So if the Niners come out and their dicks are fucking limp, dude, like they're going to have a fucking bad night and they are not, they are not going home with any fucking hardware. Like do not yeah. let, do not let the fucking chiefs do not let the chiefs come out and fucking hurt you in the first half. You will not survive the second. Mm -hmm. It will not happen. Like I'm yeah, just saying, I, I mean, I I didn't think the Chiefs were gonna fuck. I thought the Chiefs were gonna. I I I thought the Chiefs were gonna go out in the wild card round this year, and then what they started showing when we got to the playoff rounds. God damn it! Championship fucking football. God fucking damn it! Yeah, Chiefs. I, you're fucking playing. Play, you're playing with my heart. It's like my heart. You're playing with it. It, it hurts. You make my heart hurt. Like, I went through the whole season, like, thinking that, like, we're winning in spite of ourselves. We're playing shitty football 
and we're barely pulling off like some of these victories. Right. We, we get to the playoffs, and you guys look so fucking beautiful. Do not let I'm, that beautiful team hang points on you in the first fucking half. Don't now. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now, outside of the game, no. the one thing I do, I, I am hoping for, is that with the actual fucking halftime show. So, if we go back two years to the Dre, Snoop, Eminem fucking halftime show, remember how mm-hmm. shitty that fucking audio was when it was live on the air? Uh, vaguely. I was probably drinking. <laughs> well, I mean, I was drinking too. Like... I was probably by the halftime show three sheets to the fucking wind. I remember, but, I remember every, I remember everybody talking shit about like Fifty Cent hanging upside down, and I was like, "Motherfuckers, you wish you looked that good when you were fucking fifty years old." Motherfuckers, you oh, wish you looked well, that good when you're fifty years I, old. I actually, that right. was probably my favorite part of it was them bringing Fifty out, and Fuck, I had a yeah, feeling, bro. I had a feeling because it was M, Snoop, and Dre that 50 was going to make an appearance in some way, shape or form because M fucking is the one that discovered fucking 50 and signed 50 and you know, whatnot. And Dre, and Dre discovered M and the, and the list goes on. And yeah. The list goes but, on. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm hoping with it being ushered that the Super Bowl isn't a fucking total. The, the halftime show is not a total disaster. We've had some really shitty fucking halftime shows. Didn't you say? Didn't you say Drake? Did you guys hear about that? Kidding, don't don't yeah. Keep talking about football. Did you guys hear about yeah, that? We're, we're we're not segueing into the fucking Drake thing. We'll save that for next week. At this point, um, granted, more, more recent. You know, stay tuned next week if you want to see the uh, leaked Drake tape. Um, just kidding. We're not showing that live on the air. I saw John's I fucking will. damn I will. drop into his fucking chest. <laughs> yeah, you could catch us on Rumble. We're fucked. <laughs> so I have uh, a question. So do you guys have any predictions on score today? Did I ask you this already? I'm not I'm not gonna go prediction on score because until we make it through the first half, it's gonna be really hard to tell. If we're it, now Okay, so if I'm looking at it from the way the fucking Niners have played their last two playoff games, mm-hmm. if they Thank come you. out and do the same shit during the first half, we're yep. going to go into the second half. We're going to go gonna into the halftime show. It's going to be between be 25 to 30 to maybe seven at the fucking half. We're going to, it's going to be a Chiefs victory. Like, I guarantee you, it's going it, to, we're like, I, whatever the 49ers did in the season, they're not doing in the playoffs right now. And they need to bring that that shit back because do not do that against Mahomes right now. Just fucking don't. Just fucking don't. You guys lost. You guys lost against us four years ago. Do not come out with fucking limp dicks against fucking Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs right now. Because like we look like shit. We look like fucking dog shit all season. We lost to the fucking Raiders on Christmas. I took my daughters. I took my daughters on Christmas Day to watch Bruh. the Chiefs. Bruh, fucking embarrassing! It was like like that Christmas Day game against the Raiders. Yeah, was fucking embarrassing. It I really, really fucking was. I'm getting him. But and then you and know, then 
And then, and then, playoff Chiefs fucking came out. And holy fucking shit, do not Mm -hmm. come out with a limp dick against the Chiefs in the first half. Don't fucking do it. Exactly. And that's going to be the real determining factor into today's game is how the Niners come out. Do they come out limp dick mode like they have the last two fucking games? Don't do it. Or do they come out with the fucking mission of knocking the fucking Chiefs off their pedestal? Thank you. Thank you. And as a as a Chiefs fan, like shit, man, like long time, lifelong, long suffering. Oh, I know Jay's fucking hoping and praying the Niners come out with a limp dick. Like, well, it's like I I of course I want my team to win. Of course I want my team to fucking win. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't care. I remember the fucking bad days. I remember the starving times. I remember just wishing we would make it to the AFC championship. Just wishing we would make it to the AFC championship, not even to the Super Bowl, just to just to have a, a taste of this game. We might go to the Super Bowl if we win. I remember wishing for that. Like we're we're in the Super Bowl. We're playing in Las Vegas on the Raiders fucking field before the Raiders have ever fucking played a playoff game there. Yeah. That's ownership. That's ownership right there. Like we own that fucking stadium right now. That's Arrowhead West right now. And like first off fuck the Raiders. Second off like Niners, if you want to win, don't come out soft. But I got bad news for you. We got fucking Mahomes. I also predict a Chiefs victory, John. I predict a Chiefs victory. I don't I I don't have a score for you. Yeah. But I predict a Chiefs victory. Because the Niners I've never won to, to the Niners have been selling that. For 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 a team for a team that made it to the Super Bowl, the Niners have been sounding really soft and sad lately. And uh, the Chiefs, uh, well, I can promise you, like, there's a lot of fucking hard cocks in Kansas City right now, and they're getting ready. They're getting ready to fuck a lot of San Francisco pussy. Well, so, I know there's three things in this world: God, weed, and football. Thank you, fucking thank you, uh, John. And God still somewhat questionable. Jesus Christ, I fucking like I fucking love that shit, John. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Going into the typical Super Bowl Sunday, we're getting ready for, you know, parties and going out and hanging out and, you know, just just having a good fucking time this evening. First, definitely want to promote no drinking and driving. If you do go out somewhere and you have drinks with the guys or your friend group or whatnot, use a ride share, use, use some form of public transportation to get yourself from point A to point B. Don't go be in one of these dumbasses that drinks a shit ton and then tries to get behind the wheel of a car. We definitely don't want anybody, especially none of our viewers and listeners to be a statistic come, come tomorrow morning due to those types of incidents. Now, a lot of people drive today, too. mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, you know, there's a lot going on in this country. You know, we've talked about a good chunk of fucking bullshit that's happened this past week. 
within the Amer- with within the country with uh, amongst the american people amongst people that are american citizens we've talked about you know homelessness veteran suicide we we talk about suicide and not being one of the statistics on a fucking weekly basis so if you're feeling down and out reach out you can always text or call star 988 or dial 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK to reach out for somebody to be an ear. Um, if you're feeling like you're at the end of your ropes. If you don't want to reach out to a stranger, reach out to a battle buddy, reach out to a friend, you know, call, text, be, be, be that person that actually reaches out for assistance when you know you need the assistance. There's no, you know, as as guys, we're very prideful. We we don't want to put our emotions out there much. However, you know, we need that help too. Um, as veterans as a whole, whether male, female, indifferent, um, whatever, whatever you might consider yourself, reach out for help if you need it. If you don't if you don't have anybody to reach out to or you're not in those positions to feel down or you're not, you know, feeling the, 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 the weight of the world on your shoulders, reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while, whether it's a text message, a phone call, that might be the one thing that saves a life this week because you never know what those people you haven't communicated with in a long time are feeling what they're going through. Um, and be part of, the solution, not part of the problem, because in this country right now, a lot of people are more worried about what the problem is and not how to fix the problem. So we just employ, every, we, we, we empower everybody to reach out in some way, shape or form, whether it's for assistance or to be that assistance to somebody, me, Jay, John, we're available via discord to reach out or even Facebook messenger to reach out. If you want, if you don't want to talk to somebody, you know, and you just need an ear, you want to talk to a stranger, but you're not comfortable contacting the, the hotline that we provide. Um, now none of the three of us are trained mental health professionals, but we definitely will let you vent and give you that ear that you need. So Let's just go into this next week with strong mind and body and soul. Provide assistance, be assistance, and everybody have a good week. Fuck and man. we will see everybody in 168. Dude, that was that was actually beautifully said. Actually, yeah, you almost had me crying. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Yes, we will. Go Chiefs! Go Chiefs!